How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Did you fill up your tank today? David, I know you drove downtown. Did you fill up your tank today? <laughs> uh, no, but I drove by the station by my house that's now at 379. It is. Um, Ouch. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jordana... And David here, Paul is taking some time with his family. Uh, he'll be back next week. In fact, I will be doing 9 to noon next week. And um, I don't want to be flip about this because people are dying. And there is a war around uh, on the other side of the country. Russian forces have occupied Ukraine's nuclear power plant, the largest in Europe. There was a fire at the facility, but we now know uh, American inspectors say there is no leakage there. Uh, the Russian, excuse me, the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, accused Russia of intentionally firing at the plant and urged world leaders to stop this before it comes a nuclear disaster. Uh, but the headline right now, at this moment, U.S. oil prices surge to the highest level in 14 years as the conflict continues to unfold. Wow. 14 years. What were we doing 14 years ago? Coming out of a recession, I guess. But wow. U.S. crude surged another 7.4% on Friday, finishing a turbulent week at $115 a barrel. Uh, and I remember when we were talking about, ooh, what happens when it goes over $100 a barrel or 105 a barrel? And now here we are at $115 a barrel. That is the highest level since September of 2008 just a week after Lehman Brothers, according to CNN, imploded Lehman Brothers. So, boy, you know, this is a, a, a sad benchmark. We are not happy about this. We're not happy about anything uh, and that's going on in the war in Ukraine. Uh, I was reading that Kamala Harris is set to visit there next week. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau will visit Europe next week for meetings with allies um, about Ukraine. And, Gov and and President Zelensky is asking NATO to issue a new no-fly zone over Ukraine, which I can't believe they haven't done already. That should uh, uh, definitely have been done. So we are going to talk in the next uh, in the next uh, few minutes to a local charity. That that's what they do. They help people in times of crisis, and right now they are trying to help the victims of this war. That are innocent victims that are being needlessly attacked, f sent away from their homes, having to fight, even though they are not soldiers. So we will talk with a local charity that is trying to help. Uh, but I wanted to share with you something personal 
Uh, today, I have launched a fundraiser with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. You guys know you've been on this journey with me for two years. In October of 2020, I was diagnosed with T-cell ALL, which is a form of leukemia. Leukemias make up about 10% of the cancers that are diagnosed every year. Uh, within that, leukemia patients like me make up about 3% of that. But every three minutes, somebody in our country is diagnosed with leukemia, lymphoma, or myeloma. So it does affect a lot of people. And um, a lot of people go to bone marrow transplants. I did not have to have that. I did eight rounds of chemotherapy. And I am alive today. After my first round of chemotherapy, I went into remission, and I remained that way. And I'm going back to Mayo Clinic on Wednesday for yet another bone marrow biopsy. I think it'll be my 14th, uh, where they drill into my hip, and they take some of the marrow, and they test the blood to make sure the leukemia has not returned. So fingers crossed. I'll keep you posted on that. That's happening next Wednesday, so of course I won't be on the air. But I thought it was a good time to share with you with the permission, of course, of WCCO, uh, that I am doing a fundraiser with Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Minnesota, North and South Dakota, to raise money because those dollars that we raise for them go directly to research and they are funding pediatric research. They are funding uh, research to find a cure for blood cancers. And a few weeks ago here on this show, I did a story about CAR T cell therapy with my hematologist oncologist at Mayo, Dr. Colt Williams, because the study said that there was a cure for certain forms of CLL, which is a different kind of leukemia than I have. But it was amazing. Some people were infused with this treatment 10 years ago, and they remain in remission today. And it is now being touted as a cure. So if they can find a cure for one, they can find a cure for all. President Biden, uh, in his State of the Union address, declared the war on cancer, that he wants to eradicate it. And I, in my small way, with a big microphone, am trying to do the very same thing. And we do that with dollars. We do that with research dollars. So, and, and support. And if, if you can't offer dollars, I totally understand that. I know people are being asked to give a lot of dollars these days. We on the radio show ask you to donate to our our favorite charities, of course, uh, when we do United Union Gospel Mission or we do Second Harvest. And I know you're hearing a lot about donations to Ukraine, and absolutely you should give to those. And I just wanted to share that I am doing this fundraiser. You can find where to donate at jordanagreen.com. That's my website. That's my personal website. So jordanagreen.com, right in the corner there, it says donate. There's a button there that I have linked directly to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. It goes right to my page. You can see the video that was made for me by my friend Edgar Linares at Lake and Tree Films, who used to work here at CCO. Uh, sort of shares the story as much as I could tell it. And, um, and you know, there's pictures on there and a video and, and sort of an outline of what I've been through and um, why I hope that you will find, find it to, to donate a little bit to cancer research. The money goes directly there. Of course, I get none of it. So you can find that on my website. So thank you for listening. Uh, JordanaGreen.com is my website, and you can check out my, my donate page right there. We'll talk more about this in the coming weeks. Of course, it's a 10-week campaign. It ends in May. And I hope to raise a lot of money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Uh, but again, you guys are being asked for a lot of different things. You're being asked to donate, of course, to people in Ukraine that you may not know. And one local charity is helping in that effort. It is called Lift Up. We heard about them. They're based in Hopkins, Minnesota. 
where they're helping orphans and refugees on the ground in Ukraine. They will be joining us next to share their mission. Over a million refugees now in from Ukraine going to neighboring countries, a huge, enormous crisis that didn't need to be. This is all because of a madman and his lust for power and his ego and his lust for land, and it didn't have to happen. This is a man-made war, all because of President Putin. And the world has stepped up big. We are, so many of us are united in our support of Ukraine. I can see it all over social media. We talk about it here on the radio station. And when people are in crisis, when we have a common enemy, often, not always, but often, we become united toward a goal. One local nonprofit organization is helping us help those most disadvantaged in Ukraine. Lift Up is based in Hopkins, and they have boots on the ground in Ukraine to save orphans and refugees. Joining us now is Shane O'Rourke, the founder and CEO of Lift Up. Shane, I'm thrilled to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about Lift Up. You're, it's not a new organization, but uh, what have your other missions been? Yeah, you know, we work within several different categories. We're helping provide basically visibility and an easy way to make a difference through tangible projects that we certify and then give 100% straight through. So every time someone donates through us, we actually make sure every penny goes straight through. We even personally reimburse the credit card fees to make sure we're maximizing impact. But we essentially work in a bunch of different categories like clean water, education, housing, healthcare, hunger, and then situations like this, crisis relief. And what does that mean, that you make the the money go all the way through? So does that mean every dollar that we donate goes to help the people you're trying to help? Yep, exactly. So that's our 100% model and commitment that every every dollar donated to list up to these specific projects that we have listed that people can choose their passion, um, every dollar that comes in goes right back out. So we pass it through to our nonprofit partners on the ground, and then they put that money to work immediately. So tell us about the work you're doing in Ukraine. Yeah, you know, this one is obviously near and dear to a lot of our hearts as we're watching so many people displaced. And it's really hard to see just the amount of orphans and refugees that are currently trying to get to safety. And so we partner with a group called Aerial Recovery Group. And it's a it's a group of Green Berets, retired Green Berets, that have committed their basically the rest of their life to go serve situations like this, whether it's disasters or crisis. Um, and they go with their experience. They're able to get in boots on the ground. And then they facilitate safe evacuation for whether it's orphans or if it's people that are disabled or whoever can't make it to safety, they go in and they take care of it. And so what's really cool about this situation is we got word um, right away that there was orphanages that were abandoned as far as the caretakers weren't able to stay and help. And so there were so many, so many orphans that were just stuck in their orphanage with no adults. And so our partners were immediately on their way. And we were able to send a decent amount of funds immediately to get them started. But it's just been so cool to see how fast they've responded. And we've been able to move on this on this crisis and start to get, we're already getting numbers on how many orphans have been moved out of Ukraine, which has been super exciting. So once they identify these orphans and, and get them, where are they taking them? What happens yep. after they, they rescue them? Yeah, so there's a lot of amazing people involved right now. So the locals, specifically in Poland, is where most orphans are ending up. And so 
what's been cool is there's another organization called Force for Hope, and they specialize in orphan care. And so they're basically people that are helping on the other side of the Poland border as soon as kids cross that border. And so um, we've got a team that's getting the kids to safety, and then we have another team that is basically taking these kids, finding temporary foster care that's set up right now, and then they're actually working on adoption sites and situations where they can get these kids to safe families as soon as possible. I mean, that must be near impossible. Are you talking about adoptions there locally, or are you talking about getting them out of the country totally and maybe even coming to the U.S.? Yeah, you know, there's a little bit of gray area there still. We're working on what it's going to look like to be able to set up international adoption. It's not. There's no clearance yet. And so... As of right now, it would be local people in Poland that are doing more foster care and getting these kids taken mm-hmm. care of on, on top of the partnerships with organizations like Force for Good um, that are they're mobilizing locals and helping set up basically these foster sites for up to a thousand orphans at this point. Wow, unbelievable. Um, are you in touch with your cohorts that are on the ground? And can you share with us what they're seeing, what they're hearing, what they're going through? Yeah, I actually just got a voice message um, late last night, and they said that they've been unfortunately surprised with the lack of people in Ukraine, which is somewhat a good thing because people are getting out, but not as good for the amount of help that they need. And so they're actually flying more more people to to help them get this mission completed. So that's one reason we're like, man, we got to get more funds to get more people out there to get more kids saved. Mm -hmm. There's just the numbers so big that that's kind of what they're seeing right now is there's just no one to help them. Are, are people able to get into Ukraine to access these children? Yes. So it's not safe, but that is what our boots on the ground are working on right now. That is un- unbelievable. Um, how can people help? How can we help you do your mission? Yeah, you know, I mean, the best way right now is to get finances to them as quick as possible. So we have it's the main project on our site right now on liftup.com. And every penny that goes to our Ukraine rescue orphan project is going, we're basically wiring funds immediately. And we're getting them straight to Aerial Recovery Group, who's getting more people on planes to get down there. And the more hands down there, the more, basically, the more orphans that are going to get rescued, especially with right now and the time is of the essence. So, And I'm looking at your website. Is it liftup.com? Is that where people should go? Yep, it's liftup.com. And that is the platform. What else? Yeah, yeah, what else do we need to know? And and maybe you could tell a little bit about the creation story. How did you get involved in this? Yeah, totally. Um, so I actually was on a trip to Haiti. I spent a month in Haiti when I was um, a junior in college at Bethel, here locally in St. Paul, and was rocked by the experience of one kid who needed a pair of shoes because he was actually kicked out of school because he couldn't afford a pair of shoes. And not only was that his one chance at free education, but his only hot meal a day was coming from that school. And I was in such a rural area, nobody knew this kid. And so a $5 bill, the next morning, the kid was back in school with a fresh pair of shoes. And I watched his trajectory of his life literally change for an entire year because of a $5 bill. And so I came home and bought my wife a coffee and it was $5. And I was like, you know what? I think I got to do something about this. And so that's when we built the platform lift up. And um, it's been really cool to see it grow. That was 2018. We launched late 2018. And over the last three years, um, people that have given the lift up, we call them lifters. They've impacted over 157,000 people. So it's been, 
it's been incredible to see the growth and the people get behind it. And then it's just been an absolute blessing to, to get connected with aerial recovery group. I spent, I spent last March with them over in um, parts of Europe and we were basically, it's just incredible the work they're doing. So it's been really fun to collaborate with them and be able to figure out how we can best serve, especially in situations like this, where we're, we basically have this partnership put together where we can react immediately because we've, we've basically built the structure and the partnership so we can respond as opposed to have to react. This is amazing. Again, liftup.com. I'm speaking with Shane O'Rourke, the founder and CEO of liftup.com. They are based here in Hopkins. I urge you to go and and check out their platform. Uh, Shane, what a great story. What a great backstory that you have. I, we know our, our producer, David Josephson, has done many missions to Haiti, and he has shared, uh, again, what the kids go through uh, there, which is devastating. And, and right now, I know your focus is Ukraine, but uh, thank you for what you do. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you want to add? No, I just appreciate it so much to be able to kind of share and bring awareness to the, the need that's growing. And we we're working all over the globe. So it's something that we're, we're excited to continue to grow and allow people to have, we try to make it easy for people to change the world. So that's the whole point of lift up. We want to make it as easy as possible. And in this situation in Ukraine, obviously the need is massive. So anyone who wants to get involved, it's a, it's a great time. The need is massive. Uh, Shane O'Rourke, founder and CEO, liftup.com. Thank you again for your time and thank you for what you do. Yes. Thank you for having me. You got it. See, as Paul would say, your people are good. We have that back and forth. Are they born good or are they born bad? He says people are good. Shane O'Rourke for sure was born good. That is a a good man and uh, doing good works in the world. And thank God we can't all be Shane O'Rourke's, but we can support. We can support the, 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 the organizations that are near and dear to our heart. And when you do support it, it feels like it gives you a tiny bit of control over what's going on. And, and obviously, it is an uncontrollable situation. So um, I'm glad he's out there. And I'm glad he's giving the rest of us the opportunity to do the mitzvah of giving to do the mitzvah of helping, and to feel like we are part of the solution, instead of part of the problem. When we return, I spoke earlier with Tim Lammers. The Batman is out next. Hear what he had to say about it on CCO. Uh, Well, guys, as Vladimir Putin continues his invasion of Ukraine, I saw that Netflix has paused all of its future projects from Russia. It's a little weird without them in the next season of Queen's Gambit. They're like, you're playing the world's top chess master. He's from Staten Island. (laughs) The best in the world. (laughs) Then, also today, Ikea announced that it's closing all 17 of its stores in Russia. Ikea said that they'll do whatever it can to throw a useless tiny wrench into Russia's economy. (laughs) It's good. It's good. I I know it seems weird to laugh, but you know what? We have to. We have to live our lives. We have to move on. We have to stay healthy and support those uh, on the other side of the world. My goodness. Uh, it's We are about to do the happy hour, and we want we need the happy hour more today than we have had in weeks. So you can text us, or you'll call us in about uh, 10 minutes, 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. That's WCCO. Uh, Text us your happy or get ready to call in just about 10 minutes uh, when I open up the phone lines and it is going to be time to share what is making you happy today. Uh, We we did have some fun here on the show today. 
Tim Lammers joined us for his segment at 3.20, as he usually does on Fridays. And he says the newest Batman, that is not necessarily escapism. It may be the darkest Batman yet. But I have to tell you, uh, as dark as those Nolan films were, the Batman, starring Robert Pattinson and directed and written by Matt Reeves, is even darker. Yeah, but you know what? It's, it's gritty. It's a, it's a very dark crime thriller. It's set in modern day uh, Bruce Wayne slash Batman. He's in the second year of crime fighting. Uh, Gotham City has gone completely to pot. It's you know, hell in a handbasket in, in Gotham City. There's criminals on the streets. The politicians are all corrupt. It's a spectacular movie. It's crazy enough, almost three hours long. But don't let that scare you away. I think what'll scare me away is the depression and the darkness and the violence. I, I just don't think I can do it. I need, I need more Emily in Paris. I need. I mean, David, are you watching anything that's light and bright? I know you have small kids, so TV goes by the wayside. Yeah, uh, yeah. The answer is no. I'm not watching much of anything. But but let's go back to the three hour thing. Th- that ought to be oh, a lot. You get like two hours max. An hour and thirty five minutes is better. But there ought to be a mm-hmm. lot. You can't go more than if it's more than. You know, two hours, make it into a mini series or something. Right? I ain't got time for that. It's too long. You know, I totally agree. We're, we're doing the Marvel movie marathon mm-hmm. in my house. We started yeah. this like during almost what was like the second quarantine when Omicron was really high and, and everybody was home over. Uh, my eldest was home over Christmas break. So yet last night we watched The Age of Ultron. And an hour into the movie, I got up to, I don't know, get a snack, walk on the treadmill, just do something. And I paused it for a minute, and it said it was an hour and 16 minutes left. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? I got to sleep. And I was in, on my couch, you know, with the handsome husband and Ruby. And I was like, I cannot believe how long that movie was. And that one was a ton of violence. Age of Ultron, it's the one of the, you know, Marvel movies. And I said to Ruby, she loves Marvel. I said, I feel very stressed out. I don't want to watch a movie and be super stressed out during the whole thing. I I know it was silly and fantastical and all of those things because it was Marvel, but I need some more chill movies. (laughs) So, uh, Tim gave me that Inventing Anna. That's a story about some swindler in New York City that I might watch. I've been watching Emily in Paris. Mm -hmm. I wish Ted Lasso would come back because I want to watch that. So there's a couple of other things that I need back in my life because I don't want to be stressed out watching the TV. That is where we go to relax, where we go to calm down. So I, uh, we need more. So, so Netflix, if you're listening, or Prime, if you're listening, send me some more chill yeah. <laughs> shows. That's, I need you to create some chill shows so we can, after a long day of war and pandemic yeah. and for me, cancer and God knows what, I, I need to chill out. We need we need like another Tiger King is what we need something like yes. that right was just well they they did another one and it was yeah. awful it was you know it it was really bad but um, yes I need stupidity yeah, I enjoy stupidity like I welcome stupidity I'm okay <laughs> with losing brain cells I really am. So I'm fine with it. So more stupidity, the better. Um, our, our phone number for the happy hour is 651-461-9226. But during our Game Changers segment today, I spoke with Mia Erickson. Mia is the financial associate associate at Thrivent. She formerly on the women's bobsled team, which was awesome to hear about. We talked about how Title IX helped her career. 
So how Title IX helped me is it provided me with an opportunity, with, with more opportunities that let's say my mom didn't have and then my grandma didn't have. Because when you think of how um, the opportunities for girls in sports have evolved over these 50 years, there are more opportunities for us to get involved in additional sports that weren't available. You know, when I look back, you know, my mom might not have been able to participate in this sport or this sport. They may have only had five opportunities um, to compete, whereas, you know, I have 10 or, you know, in some case, 12 and 13, depending on your school. And so I even think about the opportunities that my grandma may have had or other um, family members. And it's just it's nice to see that girls have an option. Isn't that great? You know, I guess I, I never thought about it that way. Uh, coming up with Title IX, but I should look back and say, and, and also our our mothers shaped what we can do, not realizing that Title IX was at our disposal uh, for for women younger than me even. And if they didn't have the opportunities and maybe didn't know about Title IX, they would have said to their girls, oh, well, maybe you should do this instead of that, or don't try out for that, or or, or even not know the opportunity was available. But Title IX really has opened a lot of doors, and I'm glad she highlighted that because it was so, so important. And the the whole bobsled story is a really good one. And if you missed it, uh, check it out on the Odyssey app. You can go to WCCORadio.com. We will tweet it out. In fact, David, maybe, oh, oh, it's on Twitter at WCCO Radio. I will retweet that right now. Um, Give me a follow at Jordana WCCO. I will retweet that full interview with Mia, Mia Erickson from Thrivent because she shares the story how she was a track and field athlete and she grew up in Florida. And because I said to her, how the heck did you get on the bobsled team from Florida as a track and field athlete? And they were recruiting, recruiting. And they said, come try out. And some of the skills, I mean, she must be a, a fantastic athlete. Some of the skills then transferred and she ended up on the bobsled team. That was fantastic. But the story didn't end there. And she goes into it in more length. And I urge you to listen to it at Jordana WCCO. But she then shares how she went on to become a champion weightlifter. I mean, what an unbelievable sporting career that this young woman had. And now she has a career in finance. And she is raising two young women of her own. So uh, it's just, um, she was really inspirational. And again, shout out to Thrivent for making these Game Changers segments possible because it is introducing us to incredible women. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that we had that story where it's a young woman who did a diverse array of sports, including bobsled and track and field. And she did some throwing in track and field yeah. and then mm-hmm. weightlifting. And you know, and she did all those things. And then she got a career in finance and has moved on with her career and stuff. And, you know, that's happening at the same time that Major League Baseball can't figure out their oh, labor God. dispute. And oh. it makes me just want to... I mean, I, I love baseball, and I can't wait for baseball to start, but it makes me frustrated because mm-hmm. I, like, I want to follow athletes like Mia that are passionate about what they do yes. and then you know, mm-hmm. go on to do other great things instead of you know, the athletes in baseball right now that are just squabbling over money. At least mm-hmm. that's what it seems like, so I don't know. I'm so angry about that, that baseball thing. We need baseball. We need to, especially post-pandemic, well, the, I don't want to say post-pandemic because we're not out of the woods yet, friends. I mean, we're we're getting there slowly, but we don't want to do anything rash. But my God, I so want to go to Target Field and get some popcorn and a beer 
and take my kids and sit out in the sun. We need baseball. So you're right. You know, this is a young athlete who worked so hard in her sports and did not make a living out of it, but is still super grateful for the experiences. And, and she shares with us how sports helps her now in the business world uh, in the interview. And um, I am mad. I am mad about baseball because we need baseball. And it is incumbent on the players and the owners to stop their beefing and to come to an agreement, pull their crap together and play ball. That needs to happen. 651-461-9226. My friends, it is time. Our favorite time of the week. It is the happy hour. I'm opening the phone lines. David will get your calls uh, during the commercial. 651-461-WCCO. Call us and tell us what's making you happy right now. It's time, friends. 651-461-9226. It is time for the happy hour. What is making you happy? It has to be something. This has been a, a terrible week with the war going on in Ukraine. Um, unjust, unfair. So we have to find some good somewhere in the mix. David, why don't you kick us off? What's making you happy today? Well, friend? Jordana, a friend of mine named Jason a couple of we- weeks ago told me that he's been experimenting with making his own pizza that's just like Jet's Pizza, which Jet's Pizza is that like deep dish pizza and they're mm-hmm. all corners and the crust is all crispy and greasy and delicious and I everything. And he told me and I said, well, this means I need to come over for a pizza night at your house. So right now, Jason has that pizza in the oven. My family Ooh. is already there and I will be in route in about 10 minutes to, you know, just sample some of the pizza. Um, yeah, Sample. maybe a few other things, and we'll have a fun night over there. So that's where I'm Oh, at. that'll be a great <laughs> night. That is super fun. And, in fact, we have Jerry Peterson on the line, and I want to get to him, too. Jerry, what's making you happy, uh, dear? Well, it's Miss Evelyn in our hearts, filling it with love and joy. She is uh, now three months old as of yesterday. She recently had a checkup. Everything's great. And she's already had her first day at daycare. I think that was Tuesday, and things went uh, smoothly there. She is pretty delicious, by the way. I've seen her on social media. She's pretty delicious, and you are a proud grandpa. So good for you. Thank you, Jerry. We appreciate that. Um, I will share that I'm very grateful for all of the people who have helped me kick off my Leukemia and Lymphoma Society campaign. If you're interested, jordanagreen.com is my website. That's where you can um, donate, and I really appreciate that. But I did just get a text from Mark's daughter that says, we're leaving the house. That means she and her husband and those grandbabies are coming over for Shabbat dinner. So like Jerry, we're getting some of that good baby energy. They are three, oh no, two, two and one. And we cannot wait to see them and have a beautiful Shabbat dinner uh, with those babies running around the house, making a mess. And I cannot wait for their mess. I love it all. So I'm really excited about that today. Uh, so, yeah, 651-461-9226. Let me pull up the text line here and see what is making everybody happy. Hey, guys, I'm headed to Cancun for a week. Awesome. Amazing. Enjoy your trip. You deserve it. And uh, just have a blast. Don't think about anything other than being in Cancun. Enjoy. Hey, Jor, add Marvelous Mrs. Maisel to your watch list. It's amazing and you'll love it. Thank you for reminding me. I have watched the first two seasons of Mrs. Maisel. Love her. Love my Maisel. And yes, I do believe the third season is out. So I am uh, I'm on it. I'm on it. So maybe even tonight after the dishes, the Shabbat dishes are done, maybe that will happen. 
Uh, Let's see, guys. I'm happy for the Freedom Convoy rolling across America. Truckers keep America rolling. We do love our truckers. And yes, they do keep America rolling. So 100 percent. Jordana, give these TV shows a try. One is called New Girl and also Bleeps Creek. Uh, I can't say that one on the air, which I think I have in the past. But Bleeps Creek, one of my favorite shows. In fact, in fact, I watch it starts with an S and it's a four letter word. I watched it again when I was in the hospital because I love it so much. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jordana, uh, my happy is that I, oh no, I just got diagnosed with cancer, but it was caught super early and it isn't aggressive. It's really operable and I feel really blessed. Oh, this text, you know what? I You did not leave your name, but I am praying for you. And what what an inspiration to look at the diagnosis this way. This is how we should be looking at life, friends. This text is a lesson in life. This is they were this person was just diagnosed with cancer and yet feeling grateful and blessed that was caught super early, not aggressive and operable. So what a beautiful way to look at what can be a horrible diagnosis. Thank you for sharing that and and offering that kind of perspective because I think that we all need to look at life that way. And if you can find something to be happy about after receiving a cancer diagnosis, you are living your life right. You're doing it and you are an inspiration. And as I light Shabbat candles tonight, I will pray for you and think about you and send you good energy. And um, thank you for that inspiration. Hey, Jor, I'm happy for the extra daylight on both ends of the day. Uh, this texter, I'm happy that um, for Ukraine, they have something. Oh, we don't. True leadership, that person said. Well, I would not put the negative in there, but you are right about Vladimir Zelensky. They have true leadership, that he is a real leader. That is amazing. Uh, Blaine's on the phone from Elk River. Hi, Blaine. Hello. Hi. What's making you happy, sir? What's making me happy is this. Okay. I'm not making this up. I died twice and got to come back. I saw Jesus. That makes me really happy. My nine-year-old said, Dad, when you fell off the loading dock, you died for a little bit. Jesus came and told you to remind people that's his real angels. So that's why I do this. So, ma'am, if you and I died right now, are you going to be in heaven? I hope so. (laughs) I hope so, Blaine. Oh, did Blaine leave? I, I hope so. I, I hope we all will be. Blaine, uh, thank you for sharing your story. I hope we will all be in heaven. I, or I hope we have found a little piece of heaven here on earth. And that's why we do the happy hour, to share that even though the world is sometimes a dangerous and scary place, we can all find a little piece of goodness and a little piece of happiness to share with each other. So thank you for sharing yours with me. Check us out on uh, social at Jordana Verde, at Jordana WCCO. David, I wish you a wonderful, happy pizza-filled weekend, and I wish the same for you. Peace to everyone. Shabbat Shalom. The Batman. The Batman. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.